Um, I'm not a... I'm not a traditional person by any stretch of the imagination. Don't worry, that's quite believable. Yep. But uh, be that as it may, my reality, uh-huh. I'd like to think that when it's all said and done, this will have been... Shall have been? Yeah, yeah. This shall have been, this experience of mine, this journey through life, shall have been for some greater good. There is an idea of a show, a working concept, a finished product. This is the beginning, perhaps of something great, but until we reach that goal, this is simply a big, bogus podcast. Chugging along, chugging along, doing another late session, because what? Procrastination, I love it. Um, This is another Thursday, if you're checking in right on time. This is Big Bogus Podcast, and I am Mighty Blackwood. Everyone knows who you are. If if they're listening to this program, Uh, they know who you are. uh Well, sometimes you have to cater to the new. Anyway, that voice is my conscience, keeping us on the straight and narrow. Hello. Um, this is season 12, episode 5, the third quarter of 2023, and today we're going to be talking about uh-huh. habitat, environment, and home. Wow. With, you know, a little spice. Oh, a little spice, is it? How so? Well, you don't explain spice, motherfucker. You just dish it out. Jeez. Alright, so, not that what follows as I speak is any kind of invitation, but I have to say, I'm very, very comfortable in chaos. Uh-huh. And by that, I mean... Oh, well, one might say inactive. No, I don't mean inactive. I mean comfortable. I mean, I am calm when things are chaotic. I'm able to compose myself in these kind of situations because... You ready for it? Because I was raised in varying situations in various places and I have seen calm, I have seen excitement, I have seen the spectrums of ways of life. And so, you know, when typically when things get chaotic around me, I'm I'm more like, well, I'm not of this. So let me check in with me. So 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 you're I'm like a police war horse that's been through one hell of a training regimen. I'm just unfazable. Like I said, this is no invitation for chaos. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool <laughs> with the way things are. But, you know, having been... How do I say? Uh, it's quite clear you've already said. Uh, having been subject to a lot of chaos in my life, I invariably prefer to choose the path to peace. Now, I suppose the question is, what is peace to me? Indeed. Uh, I think peace to me... Uh-huh. What is peace uh, to you? Uh, well, peace to me is predictability. Peace to me is... Uh, Go on now. 
where's that spice you promised? <laughs> All right. Peace to me is familiarity. Peace to me is um, stuff that makes sense, really and truly. I mean, peace to me is not having to think too hard about things. Although I am a thinker when it comes to just life in general. I like to think, ponder, you know? I like to go over things, mull over things, figure out. But at the core, what I'm really doing is trying to find peace. I'm trying to find where is the sense in all this? And so... I find I gravitate toward peaceful things, sure. sensible things, familiar okay, things. Okay, yes, familiar things. <laughs> what is the sense in this? Ah, I thought you might ask. Well, the sense in this little exposition of ours is to highlight that uh, because of this nature of mine, I've typically avoided things that, you know, just seem to be in existence for... Uh-huh. Well, shits and giggles, really. Um, I, I mean, I like experimentation, but I don't think I have much appreciation for experimentation for the sake of experimentation. What I mean is that... Oh, that, that wasn't clear enough. What I mean is that if there is an experiment going on, I would like to be able to see some ultimate solution, some some resolve. So, for this reason, among many other reasons, I don't quite enjoy the art scene in general um i love the idea of art but i don't like the way art is presented in general um by this i mean very specifically i do not have any appreciation whatsoever for art that is slapped on a wall in a gallery and then people are supposed to show up appreciate it and probably buy it i just don't fucking get that shit it's so boring but it's like the experimentation that's going on is people showing up and just being like, uh-huh. being like what? shut up, being like, well, just as confused as everyone else. Like, oh, um, does this speak to me? I don't know. Does it speak to you? I think in general, very few people know what the fuck art is. Not enough people have really thought it out. Sure, it's easy to analyze what we consider art and um, explain the techniques that were put into the making of it and explain, of course, the persons um, that, or should I say whom, have uh, (laughs) the people who made the fucking art. So, you know, it's easy to do all that shit, the stuff around, but but then it's like more acceptable to be like, well, it's just... You know, it's just it's just inexplicable, really. Art is just a thing of its own. It was like, not necessarily. There can be rules to the shit. Um, I'd like to think there are rules to the shit. Otherwise, how can a Pablo Picasso positively identify a style and stick to that shit and then, you know, pivot a little bit and then stick to another style and then pivot a little bit and keep this shit up for the rest of his life and he lives to over 90 years old? How, how could that be possible? without some kind of rules to the shit. Um, I sternly believe there are rules to the shit. So if there are rules to making art, then surely there are rules to presenting art. And if the presentation of art is most often done on a wall in a barren room, then I'm not with it. Because clearly, motherfuckers don't know how to present art. If they don't know how to present it, that means they don't know how to make it. Well, 
Seems a little personal. It really is not. Um, I don't much concern myself with artists or so-called artists that I truly believe are not artists. Um, wow. Oh, for real. I might observe a person to see if what I'm seeing for real happens to be a product of an actual artist. But if I don't feel that this person is an actual artist, then I'm, I'm just not going to be with anything they're doing. So if I'm fucking with what they're doing, then yeah, I, I consider that person in some way a real, genuine artist. Anyway, I'm more concerned when it comes to art with the presentation of it because I, I, I strongly believe the way you present the art suggests, and it should suggest, that the art is a thing. How do I say this? Uh, the, the art is a thing that is deeply ingrained. It is a concept that is deeply ingrained in the person um, making the motherfucking thing. So this person should know how to best present the thing. And if the thing ends up on a wall and there's zero follow-up and there's zero point of entry or transference between the art, so-called, and the person or persons consuming the art, then maybe that person was not a real artist, unless the art was stolen or bought and then put in the wrong scenario for observation or purchase. What I'm saying is that the art, yeah, it is a thing, it has a life on its own, um, but it should always be encapsulated within the right environment for viewing it or experiencing it. And I, I'm just not with the blank walls and the canvases and come to my show and I come to your show and I'm like, shh, shh. I'm like, okay, so now I have to walk around and do the work. I think art should do the work for you. Art should be informative. Art should compel you. Art should describe something to you. Art should be self... What's the term? Sufficient. Precisely. Okay. Art, in my opinion, should be self-sufficient. And that means whether it is a standalone piece in need of no presentation or it is part of a presentation. That entire presentation should be about the art and nothing else. In which case, the art is self-sufficient because it extends to the presentation. That is all part of the art. So if you have a fucking canvas on a wall, and the wall means nothing, and the venue means nothing, then the art, eh, you know, it's out of place. So what is the habitat, environment, or home for art? Hmm? That is the real question here. Indeed. It seems as though... You know, here's a funny little thing about myself, and I'll get back to this uh, thing that I'm talking about. I recently realized that I am a fan of doorknobs. Um, now, it sounds strange, and I never knew I liked doorknobs, because up until I realized I liked doorknobs, I had never really seen beautiful doorknobs. I had never really seen a uh, different style of doorknob from the average doorknob. And, you know, actually door handles as well, because they're not all knobs. Basically, what I'm saying is that most handles for doors that I've seen are and have been quite basic and, you know, knobby. So I, over Instagram, not too long ago, ran into some account. Ran into? 
that okay. belongs to some company that makes handles for doors and cabinets and what have you. And I realized, just based on the sheer beauty of quality of craftsmanship of these things, I was like, holy fuck. I never really realized that a doorknob makes the door, makes the living space, or it just makes the environment. Uh-huh. Spin around back to art, please. Well, that's just it. It's like your whole life you could live um, and you interact with doorknobs and, you know, handles for cabinets and whatnots your entire life. And you never really realize that the way you feel about the space within which these things exist depend entirely on the craftsmanship of these things. Because if you're just touching some regular ass doorknob, you're going to feel a regular ass way about the door that it's on. But... If it's art now, oh wow. You see, I believe art is invariably self-evident. Is that so? Yeah, I mean, I think with art, you don't just stand around thinking, oh, well, how do I feel about this? Does this, does this speak to me? Does, does it speak to you? Does it? No, art is invariably self-evident. Because, you ready for this? Uh-huh, okay. Whether it's a mess or it is composed, art is invariably the height of what it should be. If you splatter paint on a wall, I mean, unless by some great accident, that paint turns into something spectacular uh, that looks well composed, then, I mean, it's just some fucking paint on the wall. However, if you master a technique of expressing to the height uh-huh, to the height to the absolute height at which splashed paint on a wall <laughs> can be expressed um, then it's just evident self-evident right away that you know what uh-huh. what what someone meant to do this shit and even if no one meant to do it and the art is from mother nature herself you know right away mother nature knew what the fuck she was doing here Art is self-evident, and it belongs in the right environment for it to be complete. Okay, how do we wrap? Well, uh, I think there's so much chaotic stuff happening in the world these days, being labeled art, um, that I would, in the finish, Uh love to be a voice Uh that stands out in championing real art. There is an idea of a show, a working concept, a finished product. This is the beginning, perhaps of something great, but until we reach that goal, this is simply a big, bogus podcast. The thing that we should not forget anytime soon is that uh, world-famous masters of art all spent basically lifetimes honing their craft. It takes a long time to practice something to get great at it, and that's what I mean when I say art is self-evident. It took you a long time to learn a technique or develop a technique because you want the art to be self-evident, and eventually it becomes that.